it simple, really. Great stories with a good cup of tea. It's the Tea with Mike show. Tea with Mike fans, on this episode, Ely, the magician, stops by. Come learn all about magic and enjoy another tea fact. And as always, thanks for watching. <laughs> Alright guys, welcome to uh, the Tea with Mike show. Uh, joining me for this one is Ely. Uh, welcome to Tea with Mike. What's up, Tea with Mike? Woo! Woo! I'm excited. Uh, th thanks uh, so much uh, for being here. So let's just jump right in. And you want to start by telling everyone all about you. All about me? What is uh, Do I get to just talk? <laughs> yeah, just talk a little bit. Awesome. Okay, cool. Uh, my name is Ely. Uh, my stage name is Ely Magic. My real name is Ely Howie. Uh, I'm a professional magician and illusionist from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm 20 years old. I just turned 20 last week. So uh, I'm a, I'm early 20 now, <laughs> and uh, I've been do I've I've been doing magic since I was four years old. I uh, I was lucky enough to meet a guy named Rick Smith Jr. when I was 16 years old. Uh, since then, I've been able to tour the world, 11 countries, 25 states. It's been an incredible experience, and uh, I'm really happy to be here. I'm really happy to be joined with Tea with Mike, which. I know both of us were on the uh, Gary V Tea with Gary V show, yeah, which which is obviously how I first uh, came came across you, and I thought cheers, and I thought it was a he loved your magic trick, which was awesome, which was awesome. That that, that was probably one of the best um, introductions somebody's like d done on the show. Uh, I think awesome. some some people like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to even get to talk to him for a few minutes with like how many people want to be on the show absolutely and, and honestly i think some people mess it up right They're like oh it's 6 a.m or whatever oh yeah <laughs> so early yeah you know what i mean i do know what you mean you know what's crazy i actually i'm really good friends with gary v's brother-in-law and team gary v i actually went to new york and i was able to uh meet team gary v and I was supposed to meet Gary Vee in person, and he unfortunately had like an emergency conference that he was doing in Texas. So, well, I, so you know what though, it worked out, man. I got to show Gary Vee some magic in the end, right? <laughs> awesome. So, so how was how was that experience hanging out with his uh, team and stuff? What did wow. it, team do? it was, uh, what was it, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. It was a uh, life changing. Um, they know everything about social media when it comes to social media they know everything when it comes to business uh it was just super mind-boggling as you know like speaking to just gary alone is uh it's awesome to experience um and and learn from someone who who has that type of experience so when i got to sit down with the whole team and uh see how they work i mean when i walked into team gary v it was vayner media in new york city um, I walk in and there's people on like three different iPads. There's people on computers people walking around. Up, yeah. Very busy, very busy. Awesome. So let's so let's uh, take it back a little bit, a little more. So what 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 inspired your love for magic? Wow. Oh, dude, that's that's a great question. Um, I, so like I said, I started magic when I was four years old. Um, which is a really young age. And it's not like my mom and dad were magicians. That's not how it was. My mom is a school teacher. My dad is a business uh, businessman. And uh, when I was four, my mom just got me a, a magic kit, you know, like something that parents do. They'll get you a little magic kit. Um, unlike other kids, though, I kind of uh, took it very seriously. And I, I really fell in love with the way that people in my family specifically were reacting 
So it's funny because, you know, I was four years old. I'm not the greatest magician ever. You know, I was four. I'm a little kid. (laughs) The magic tricks that I learned were actually magic tricks that my mom and dad were helping me learn because I wasn't able to read well. So they were helping me learn the tricks off of the instruction manual. And I would show people in my family, like my uncles, my aunts, magic tricks, and they would all react as if I was the greatest magician ever. They would like freak out, but they would pretend. Nice, which is that DNA, the tune to applaud every little thing, right? And you know what? That boosted my confidence a million percent. I think that every kid growing up should have a, a support system like that where uh, even if they're not that great, they're getting applauded, they're getting cheered on. And uh, for me, for me, that's what really, I mean, that was the thing that just kept the ball rolling. That's what made me practice, 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 get better, get better, get better. Uh, that's actually, that, that's quite interesting what you told me and just because we were already talking about it because that's like the opposite of what uh, Gary V would recommend yeah yeah <laughs> Gary V Gary V would say well if you're if you're bad at something just stop doing it and do something <laughs> it finishes yeah Gary V wants you to but Gary V Gary V's right in a sense that but he's talking to adults so for instance I am not, I'm a magician. I'm not an NFL or NBA player. So if I went and played basketball with LeBron James and a bunch of other uh, basketball players, I'd get smoked, dude, because I'm not, I'm not a basketball player. I, I could barely make a free throw. You know what I mean? That's not my genre. But when it comes to magic, LeBron James couldn't do a magic trick even close to how I can do it. You know what I mean? So it's like Gary Vee's right in that sense. Very right. Very right. Awesome. And then, and then so obviously then, so how many hours a day were you practicing like magic just for a little bit of context every growing day, up? Every, every day, day till I was 13. So four to 13 for six hours a day. And I like to call that nine years of being single. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it was. It was in front of the mirror at home, sitting there by myself, doing magic and pretending in my mind I would pretend uh, how people would react to a certain magic. It was super weird. It was like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like if you would have seen me, you'd been like, this kid is crazy. But I mean, that's kind of what it was. I was just sitting in front of a mirror and I was trying to be uh, the best that I could be in what I was uh, trying to do. Fantastic, man. And then, so what would you say is the most rewarding part about being a magician? Dude, there's so many different rewards. There's so many different rewards to being uh, a magician. And the thing is like, it, it's it's different depending on what what you do. Um, like I feel like I'm in the inner, so I'm in the entertainment business. So I feel like a lot of entertainers, even singers, uh, NBA players, anyone who entertains a crowd, uh, I feel like has a lot of the added benefits of being a uh, a magician. Because like for me, um, obviously a lot of magicians uh, are struggle building a following, and I was lucky enough to. Uh, go on tour at a young age. I was lucky enough to build relationships, network with people. And um, with that being said, uh, having a huge following is a benefit because I can see the DMs that kids send me. And this is one of the biggest things for me as a magician is I love seeing the the potential magicians, the potential future magicians who DM me and say, dude, you inspire me. I can't wait. Uh, Dude, can you uh, email me uh, uh, an idea for a trick. Can you help me? Can you watch over this trick and uh, consult with me? I love being like kind of like a teacher now, you know, or a, a mentor in a way. It's it's kind of fun. And uh, dude, there's there's I can name hundreds of added benefits of being a magician. 
there's so many benefits to uh, being in front of a crowd because you have what I like to call an extreme responsibility to helping people get inspired, motivated. Um, you 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 are basically it, you basically have a superpower where everyone's watching you, all eyes are on you, and you you have to be careful. So that there's also with that being a benefit, it's also almost a curse because you really have to be careful with what yeah, you're saying. Done. What yeah. you do. Right. Because you're a role model for somebody. Right. right. In a way, in a way, which is an absolute blessing. It's an absolute blessing. I'm so lucky uh, to have uh, had uh, this opportunity. And uh, yeah, like like you said, you know, being looked at as a role model can sometimes be uh, hard because you you always. I'll tell you right now, my biggest fear, my biggest fear in life, this is true facts, being honest, my biggest fear in life is not being liked. That is my biggest fear. And it's been that way. And it's, it's also something I'm working on. It's also something I'm working on. When I was a kid, I used to, someone wouldn't like me. They would say, eh, I don't really like you, kid. And I would do everything possible to figure out why that person doesn't like me. That's been me too for, for 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 a long time. I always wanted to be the center of attention and be popular amongst everyone. And then obviously, you take more risks to try and get someone to like you to like yeah. you. And that's not always the smartest smartest decision, and it can sometimes get you into trouble. And the older you get, you know, and that's 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 so true. And and you know what? I've learned I've learned time and time again who cares what other people think that is my biggest thing now and and i think it's because i'm a little older i'm a little more mature and i'm actually very comfortable in my own skin and yes it, it is due partially to the uh credit that i have being a magician and being able to perform you know every time i was nervous as all heck bro all heck i was nervous during my first show ever and now it's like it's easy. It's easy. But like, it's still, it's still an adrenaline rush. I love what I do every day, but I'm more confident than ever. And when, when someone says, Hey man, Hey Ely, I hate you. Or I don't like you. Or what are you wearing? Or what? That's a dumb magic trick. That's a dumb idea. I don't care because whatever I think is right is right. In my mind, I don't need anyone else's opinions. It doesn't matter. And so, so, so magic has always been something that I've, because so I used to work in the entertainment industry. No uh, way. Yeah, like setting up for shows and security. So I met a lot of like artists and stuff. And one of the coolest experiences that I had uh, with magic was I got to run uh, cables for the the cameraman um, for the illusionists. Yeah. Yes. Hella dope. And because uh, Colin McLeod was in town. And I live in a, like less than a hundred thousand people's in the city, so that's pretty impressive when you see someone go. Yo, you see, on like America's Got Talent and all these big shows, and you see them in like like where, where you live, and it's like I was you the correct word. That is hella dope. <laughs> oh, oh, and and then lots of other people on the crew were trying to work out how they did the tricks, and I was like, I don't want to know. I just loved it in the moment. <laughs> I was from this finger to this finger away from the performers when they were performing on the ground and I couldn't figure a single thing out. It was that cool. That's awesome, dude. You know, and, and a lot of credit to the illusionists. I, I actually, I do 
recognize the work that a lot of magicians put into their craft and uh being someone who i have a lot of friends during tour uh, our magic is back tour which raises millions of dollars for schools across america during that we 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 have people that are setting up cables and running lines and that is magic in itself you know what i mean i feel like you're impressed by the magicians, we're impressed by you guys. You guys are setting up the freaking wires, the lines, the mics, the the lights, the. the it's pretty it all gets put up. Yeah. Oh, dude, people people think it's the magicians that are doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. We have we have a lot. Of, it's a big group of people that make the show come together for sure. That's awesome, Mike. I did not know you did that. It's really cool, man. Yeah. Well, you know now. So, so, so before before the show, I, I was just having a look a little bit at um, someone that you kind of trained under, uh, Rick Smith Jr. Yes. And, yes. and I was watching I was watching a recent video, and you was uh, with Trick Trick Shot uh, Cop, and they were doing some card tricks, like yes. with celery sticks and playing doing some weird basketball tricks. <laughs> so, do you want to dive a little bit into what it was like to? study under him and how did the opportunity kind of come about what did it teach you so it's it's kind of funny because by the time i met rick i already knew all the magic that you know was needed to know to be a professional magician which is really cool but i'm gonna dive into how i met rick okay so i was in high school i was 16 years old actually i was 15 at the time i met rick smith jr on my birthday so i turned 16. I met Rick on my 16th birthday. It was an hour away from Ohio, and it was in a in a in a school in Pennsylvania. He was doing a school show, and I was shadowing him because we had a school project called Sophomore Experience Day. So we every person in my school they were like, okay, I'm gonna shadow a doctor. I'm gonna shadow a lawyer. I'm gonna shadow uh, this and that. I said I'm gonna shadow a magician. So I called a, a local magician. I, I Googled it. I said, local magicians. Rick Smith Jr. was the first one. I had no idea who Rick Smith Jr. was, but he was in Ohio, and his phone number was on Google, and I clicked it, and I called him, and he actually picked up, like right when I called him. And I said, hey, man, uh, my name's Ely. Uh, I'm, I'm a 15-year-old magician, and I would love to shadow you for a school project. He said, my next show is an hour away from Ohio, uh, if you can find a ride, because I didn't have my license at the time. He said, if you could find a ride, come up, check out my show. Okay, awesome. I called my aunt. I asked her if she could drive me. A couple days later, it was my 16th birthday. She drove me to the show. 16th birthday. This is crazy how it works, right? And uh, I, I watched Rick at the show, and I remember in slow motion, he threw a card across from one end to the other end of the gym. The card flies across the gym, smacks the wall, and it's literally bent it's bent and it was one of the coolest things i ever seen and uh, while i was there uh he was touring with a guy named jd anderson who was on america's got talent so i got to watch this guy take a baseball bat and break it over his neck which was also a very incredible thing that i saw so fast forward a little bit after the show rick smith jr comes up to me and goes how did you like the show man did you enjoy the show i said i love this show that was so cool he said hey man you're a magician right Let's take a picture real quick and then you show me a magic trick, right? So we took a picture and that picture is actually available on his Facebook. If you go all the way back to May 11th, 2016, he posted wow. it that day. And right after the picture, I show him a magic trick and he, he, he was wowed by the magic trick. He goes, wow, dude, that magic trick was really, really good. I've, I've never seen something like that. I'm going to take you on tour with me. 
That's what he said. Oh, that's nuts, dude. That, that, whole, that whole set of circumstances. Whole life changed. Right there, 16th birthday, my 16th birthday. It was like 16 candles up in here. I got my 16th birthday wishes, Mike. You know what I mean? And next thing I know, my whole life changes. My whole life changes. Rick Smith Jr. helps me with everything from learning the uh, business aspects of uh, being a magician and performing. And he also helps me with getting an agent, an office space, all of this thing, all these things that are just incredible. And that real quick for anyone that watches this show, I want you guys to know if you're in a place where you don't know where you want to go in your life and you, you have no idea what's going to happen, it only it can only take one person sometimes, one person to just change your life completely. One event, one networking. That's why I think it's so important to network with as many people as you can. Right now, 20 years old, you guys should see my networking. You guys should see how many people I'm able to connect with through social media, through email. It's not as hard as you think. If you guys want to talk to Justin Bieber, send his manager's emails, send his tour crew emails, send him emails, send Haley Bieber emails. If you guys want to get connected with anyone, there's a way because these people are human beings. They will answer you. And uh, and not the easiest route, but a most most strategic route is often to 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 figure out who is this pers person surrounded by and their yes. entire life network and slowly start working your way up the food chain. Exactly. Like, who, who's this person hanging out with? Who's it? I don't think that's stalking. I think that's good networking. <laughs> Especially if you've got a goal goal in mind, right? And you're ambitious. Yes. One hundred percent. That was really cool because you reached out to me and it was right after I actually watched you on Tea with Gary Vee. You hit me up like 10 minutes later after the show. It was so like quick. You were like right there. Hey, what's going oh, on? Because I, I like watching that. I, I, I do it for the most people, but not quite everyone. And, and then I, so I was watching your episode and I, was, I, think, I was, think I was quite tired. And you were on like near the beginning, weren't you? Were yeah, you the like a person or something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the first two were okay and then, uh, then you come on and then it's like, just probably another normal person because you, yeah. you don't see it. And I started doing some magic. <laughs> so, then you're like, oh, okay, show. Then you're like, hey, Gary, can I show you a card trick? And I'm like, okay, he's probably okay. But I think what was more attractive to me to reach out was, I think the, I think it was the energy and the way that you presented yourself and and seeing his reaction. That was the bit that appealed yeah, to me. Gary, Gary is one of the coolest, most genuine people I've ever been able to meet. And I think that his reaction was really good, really awesome. It was, and it, you know what's funny is uh, the place I was in at the time was my grandma's house. I was, uh, I had to move out of my apartment because my, my roommate was sick and I was afraid because all this coronavirus oh. stuff. So I was actually just temporarily staying at my grandma's house and all I had was that one deck of cards. So it wasn't like I had anything crazy. I only had one deck of cards. You know what I mean? And I had to work with what I had. So that was awesome. But uh, that point's almost going back to what you, you just said about how, how sometimes it can take uh, one, one person or uh, one event to change something. It's yeah. like, n number one, you, you don't necessarily need a multi-million dollar setup. You, no. You just need to be like consistent and you never, and like you were saying, you never know what's going to happen. Never complain ever. Never complain about your current situation ever. That is a dangerous path you can take. If you are extremely poor, if you are, and you have no resources to the internet, no resources to a phone, no resources to 
that's so funny. I said a phone and my phone went off. No resources to any type of thing to, to network. You're wrong because first off, if you have this mindset that nothing is going your way and life is horrible, your life is going to be in a very negative way. You need to try and maintain a positive outlook on everything and on all of your life. And here's, and here's an extreme tip for you. Networking, you don't need a phone. You don't need an email address. You don't need a laptop. You don't need internet. Go outside, especially when this all this virus stuff is over, knock on doors. I used to, when I was literally 13 years old, before I started calling restaurants, before I started calling, cold calling all these people and emailing people, I knocked on every door in my entire city. No joke. It's a small township. It's called Columbia Station Township. I knocked on almost every single door and said, hey, my name is Eli. I'm a magician. If there's an event that you have in the near future, I would be more than happy to perform. And how did that work out? It worked out excellent. Uh, every time I drive with my girlfriend around my uh, old city, I can point at almost every house and be like, I performed there, I performed there, I performed at their grad party, I performed at their uh, their uh, son or daughter's uh, first communion, I performed at her sixth birthday party. Dude, it worked excellent, and guess what? All of that money that was made was used to buy a, a, a laptop and a phone and wow. this and that. So, you, so because you were still learning and obviously building a name for yourself, you focus more on how many people can I get in front of versus the price. And then yeah. obviously at scale, you're then able to start achieving some, some of the... I never had a negative outlook, no matter what. And, and and I don't want anyone to get this wrong. I was never poor. My parents always had money, always. But they wanted me to work for what I wanted in life. They wanted me to, they're not, they're not gonna give me money. They're not gonna just hand it out to me. They said, if you wanna be the most recognized and respected magician in the world, in the world, and if you actually, it's again, such a blessing, right now in the world, in Ohio, in the state of Ohio, I'm the number one born magician in Ohio. Number one in Ohio, which is a blessing. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to say four years ago when I was 16, you know what? Let's back up five years ago when I was 15. I only did probably eight professional shows, eight, eight shows. That's ridiculous. So if you remain having an amazing outlook on life, if you remain positive and you continue to, to strive for what your goals and dreams require, you're, there's no doubt you're gonna not, you, that you're going to be successful. You, you are going to be one of the most successful people ever if you continue to work hard and remain positive. That's so important. Well, definitely love the outtake, man. And I haven't even asked yet, but how's you drinking tea? How's the tea cup? Tell me about it. Can I be honest with you? You're not drinking tea, but this I'm, dr I'm drinking tea. tea. But it's iced tea. Okay. And it's delicious. It is so good. It's one of the I I was scared to drink hot tea, to be honest with you. Really? I was scared to drink it because I didn't want to burn my lips or anything. I'm presuming you've drunk hot tea now though. I yeah, I mean I, I've had hot tea in the past, of course. I mean I have about hot coffee and stuff, but I like to have it cool, you know what I mean? Obviously, this is very cold. It's nice on my lips. It's very soothing. Um, what can I say about it? It's like having an ice pack on your lips. It's amazing. Awesome. And then, and then, so to, I guess today's uh, tea fact is teacups didn't always. Um, what, 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 I can't even read my writing anymore. 
Yeah, what I'm saying is teacups didn't always uh, have handles um, at first. We're talking about English teacups. Uh, they used to make them without handles, and that was kind of influenced by the traditional uh, Chinese uh, teacup. That well, that's, from, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You're yes, going to your hands. It's like drinking soup out of well, then, I don't know. Do you know what year that was when they didn't have handles? Because that's ridiculous. I don't off the top of my head, but I'll go find out. Yeah. Check it out. Authentic, authentic English teacup right here. Very nice. I, I should have got mine. They're in the, they're in the cupboard. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. You, that's, you probably win the award so far for the most classic yeah. cup to, to be drinking out of. Of course. Awesome, man. And, so, and, and then so... It sounds like you've already achieved a lot with your magic and your influence and you're trying to make an impact and help the give back basically what you, you managed to, to achieve to help the next generation. But then this is not the only thing you do. T tell us a little bit about the marketing course that you're taking at, at Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I do. Yeah, you did your research on me, huh? <laughs> of I, uh, I'm a college student. I'm a college student. Um. I am a business major at Cleveland State. I take marketing classes. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's really important uh, to do to go to college first off uh, if you're uh, able to and if you want to. The reason I am going to college is because I truly believe that it uh, makes you into a well-rounded individual uh, that is able to. Now, now, I want to say this: college is not for everybody. That's the first thing. That's the first thing I want to say. College is not for everybody. Um, and the college that I'm at currently, there are definitely classes that I'm like, why am I taking these classes? There was a class um, that was like a music class. There was a theater class. And I'm a business major. I'm like, why am I taking these? But um, I realized something, and this is really important. In 20 years, what if someone's talking about theater at a party or something, right? Mm. Someone's talking about theater. Sure. Because I took that dumb theater class, I will be somewhat educated enough to talk about the theater topic. And I think that, you know what, if you are able to go to college and if you want to go to college, why not? Just go. It's four years. Four years is not a long time. It's not. Four years is nothing. When you're when you're 30 years old, you're not going to remember going to college. It'll just be done with. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so, 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 so I'm 24, so I'm older than you. I went to college for four years. I did two courses, two two-year uh, diplomas, because I'm in wow. the Canadian uh, system. So I took theater and entertainment production, and then worked in that area professionally for a little while. And then, uh, and then I went, and then I went back and I took uh, marketing, media, media, media studies, and professional uh, communications. And so, a nice, interesting combination of courses. So you would have liked taking theater classes. <laughs> because you're uh, that type of major. I, I, not me, man. Not me. I'm nope. a business major. And you'd think I would like theater because I do yeah. magic, stage, and stuff. And you I think the problem was it was too technical when uh, I did the classes. It was very like, uh, very, very technical. They were like, oh, you need to know uh, who wrote this script in 1957. I'm like, what? What, what does that have to do with anything that I do? I, I understand the stage. I understand how things work, but whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, but, I, but I'm sure there, there, was a few, there was a few things that, that, you, that you learned, though. 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I did learn. I did learn a lot in my theater class. I learned a lot in my music class. Um, it's funny. My music class was called Roots of Rock and Soul. And it was basically you learned about all these like rock and roll people. And uh, I went to uh, I don't know what it was called. It was like uh, Jersey Mike's or something. It was like a sub place. It made subs. And uh, on the wall, there was a bunch of like rock and rollers. And I was able to name every single rock and roller, even though that's like a pointless skill. I knew who it was and I was educated. You know what I mean? Educated enough to name 14 rock and roll people. <laughs> nice, man. So, 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 so what's on the radar next? What are some goals? How many years left do you have at the, uh, doing the marketing major? I have two more years of college, so I am I am now um, I'm now going to be a junior. So after the summer, and uh, as regarding what's on the radar, dude, dude, uh, expect a lot, expect a lot uh, coming up. Uh, let's hope that you know right now. Let's let's focus on everybody's health and safety. Let's you know. I hope that everything gets better here. I hope that. Uh, this COVID just dies and goes away. I hate, I hate coronavirus. I hate COVID-19, all that baloney. I hate it all. Um, and uh, after that, lots of good things. Lots of good things because uh, we got some big performances coming up. Uh, Rick Smith Jr., I'll plug him right now uh, because I know uh, something big's happening and I'm allowed to do this. Um, he is going to be on Dude Perfect Card Throwing Trick Shots 2. Uh, he's filming June. It should come out in July, I believe. And, uh, to plug myself, um, lots of, lots of, uh, new tour dates will be coming soon and a uh, new update on the website. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Mike is going to plug all of my things, all my socials. And yeah, uh, lots, lots to come in the future, dude. I'm very excited for the future. Dude, good stuff. I guess as we come to towards the end of our wonderful uh, conversation today, is this something that you would like to ask me? I would oh, love to ask you a question. But, oh, what's going on? Here's a sub question: Who is who is one guest that I should work strategically work towards getting on the Two with Mike show? Who's one guest? Logan Paul. Okay. Do you know why? Why? Because he follows me on Instagram but doesn't read my DMs. So when <laughs> you get him on the show. When you get him on the show, ask him why he doesn't do that because I'm mad at him. Right. Good. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you're gonna say never. <laughs> You'll do it. All right. Sure. Cool. And then let well, me ask you a question. You said you yeah. want, want. All right. Let me ask you a question. What is the best thing you learned in college? Uh, uh, the, the, best, the best thing I learned in uh, c college, and um, well, going to college helped me. So I'm not fully there, but it sort of has helped me g get where I am right now. Um, because I like like I said, I went to college the first time, did theater for a while. Was it? It was fun, but because sometimes when you do things professionally, you lose the happiness element yeah. and the love of it because it's a job, right? So right. Then, then I went back, and then I was first introduced to the name uh, Gary Vaynerchuk by a guest speaker, because um, I, I they were talking about social media and branding, and I asked them the question, um, is there anybody that I should be following online, anyone I should look up? 
and and that was one of the names. So then I started watching some of Gary's stuff, and then it's really oh, weird. How- you should you should you should try and get Bill Gates on uh, on this. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, those three people. <laughs> never, never say never. Get them on. Shoot for the stars. Why the frick not? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Okay, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. So that, so there was that, and then I went and looked him up, and then started watching his stuff, and then there was, some, and then on my second, and then and then I started learning a little bit about marketing and communications, and then a bit like your course, there were classes where I'm like. How am I ever going to use this, like the history of communication or like um, visual art class or yeah. all those sorts of classes? Mm-hmm. But but I learned enough, to, um, which is helping me uh, grow grow the uh, Tea with Mike show. So I've taken the best bits, the bits that I find interesting, especially on the marketing and social media side, and then really just trying to build the show and my audience. That's I'm awesome. Sorry. Can I give you a, can I give you a huge word of advice? Yes. So I said. You should get Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, and Elon Musk on the podcast and uh, on your show. And you were like, well, I guess, like, you know, why not? Like, and I'm shoot for the stars type of thing. But let me tell you something real quick. And there's a little motivation for you. You were introduced to Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk. That's net, true. Worth, net worth $160 million trying to buy the Jets. The New York Jets, bro. He also owns an incredible office, which I was lucky enough to sit in in New York with an incredible view. And guess what? You actually got to speak with him and talk with him. So why couldn't you do that with Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg? You know what I mean? A year and a half ago, I I never thought I'd get the opportunity to talk to him. And I'm going one step further. He's he's coming to speak near me, so we're hanging out backstage. Yeah. And that was a year and a half ago. That was a year and a half ago that you wanted to do that. And you did a year and a half later. Some people go a hundred years at their whole life without ever getting the chance. So Mike, what a pleasure, dude. Thanks for having me on, man. For yeah, real. Thanks, dude. thanks for spending some time with me. It's really humbling. I appreciate you. No, it was humbling as well. A humbling experience. So thanks for having me guys. Yeah, dude. All this guy, all of his, all of his, this show is awesome. So thank you so much, man. Yeah, dude. All right, guys, and this was an, another fantastic episode of the Tea with Mike show. Uh, check it out at teawithmike.com. That's all we got for now. Join us on the next episode. See you, brother. Yeah, thanks, dude. Bye. It's the Tea with Mike show.